Hi, and welcome back to an all-new episode of Real Talk with Pastor Bride and Christy. Today, our podcast is all about character. Is it a blessing or a burden? So, before we get into today's topic, we have a little surprise for you. So, without further ado, here are your hosts, Brad and Christy. Good morning, Christy. Hello, Brad. Bree, thank you for being extraordinary today. Extraordinary. So We're you all know, excited. Do you know why Bree is extraordinary? Bree got her car back. Bree got her car back <laughs> with all of the doors on it, and they work. All of the working doors on it. We're so excited for Bree's working door car. And so as Ella said, I hope the door doesn't fall off. And I did check, and it was solidly attached, and uh, it looks great. It looks like nothing ever happened. So, Bree had her car for one month, and. Uh, Man, after that, someone decided to give her a T-bone, and it was not the kind you put on your grill. To it wasn't eat. even yummy. And I cried a lot um, over the steak. So she yeah. has a brand new car again. Yeah. So it's brand new all over again. I'm very excited. Excitement. And so, uh, hey, a couple of things. Uh, well, I just want to say, man, thank you, because uh, Brianna had this goal to get a new car. Mm-hmm. I mean, if there's everybody, anybody that has been patient, it was her on waiting on a car. And... Um, uh, she she got this car, and many of you helped her meet her goal for her down payment. And uh, thank you for loving our children's pastor. And we're so excited today because children's pastors have a special place in my heart um, and in your heart. Because if you don't believe me, I know this is true because they have to beg and plead to get people to sign up mm-hmm. to go help shape <laughs> the next generation of future leaders. And sometimes they don't beg or plead, but... Uh COVID makes some other, yes, some indeed. people come out of retirement and go to camp. That's right. Oh my goodness. I forgot all about that. Let's Brad move right on came along, out so. of, Brad came out of church camp retirement, mm-hmm. our kids camp retirement and had to go to camp as a, as a chaperone last year. Because so, that's right, Christy, man. Just for overnight. Spur the moment too. I know. I called you in tears. Spur I was like, moment. I need someone here. Yeah. I need a man. We shout don't have out, a guy. Shout out to Jason Lassard though, who came to my rescue the next day. Brad only had to stay one night. So. Yeah. And so, man, we're so thankful today. Christy and I are extremely blessed because today we not only have one children's pastor, we have two. We do. On we the line too. today, we have Miss Erin Young, who is the preschool children's pastor at First Baptist yes. West Monroe. Erin, thank you so much for joining us today. Yes, thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here to to join y'all. Erin has been in it. We've been visiting with her just momentarily before we came on live, and we're so thankful for her and what she does for the Lord. So let me calling. queue up without Bree and Brad. Let me um, tell why Erin is here because of the great debate of <laughs> audio versus actual physical. physical page books, flipping the pages. And Aaron won our contest, which is funny because Aaron, I believe, and, and Brie read, Brie made sure all of the things were read. That, I double checked it. But Aaron voted that it was a page turning book, correct? Yeah, that's the one she, she prefers. Voted, she prefers Aaron, a page turning book. So, what the reason we wanted to. Um, well, no, no. The, well, I mean, we got her own because she's the winner. But she is the winner. Aaron, but, like, just messes with everybody. <laughs> I love her. With your head. And I don't know if you just, I don't know if you did this to further the debate. She did. 
or you just authentically really wanted an audio, an audible gift <laughs> right, card. Right, right. She, she voted for paper pages, but she She's, asked for an audible gift card. That's my kind of girl. Actually, I'm just trying to keep my options open, right? And Aaron, truth be told, had I won, I, I would have voted and asked for the same thing you did. Mm-hmm. You would have voted, said, but you would have voted differently. Oh, no, no, you no I would have voted that it's different. It, it's a different commitment and stuff to turn a page and yes. read a book. And if I'd have won, I'd have asked for audible audio book. <laughs> okay, but last <laughs> well, night okay. we okay. were talking. We got to give Aaron, Aaron time to Aaron, talk. Aaron's trying to get in here. Brad, right, Aaron, Brad yeah. and Brie are going to get in on no, it. No, I know no, no. this. I was giving her space to tell me or tell the audience what she told me last night. So, okay, Aaron, ahead, tell Aaron. me what you said because we'll be it was quiet. beautiful. Okay. So I love to just have a physical book in my hands, but I'm finding myself a lot in a car traveling. And so finding different books to listen to. And so I just thought that it would be so beneficial for me to have the audio gift card to be able to um, listen as I drive. So I'm still reading, but even though I do think that it's cheating sometimes, but when you're in that predicament, you know, you need a good book to listen to. Girl, so. you don't have to call it cheating. Just say that's like how the it. Lord's allowing you to get what you need to get. She used the C that's word. Right. I like right. how it's cheating sometimes. It's not always that's cheating. Right. It's sometimes cheating. That's well, right. Just sometimes. Depending it, on the situation, right? Right. Every situation is different, Erin. That is so true. And Aaron, you really summarized the debate because the debate was just about my level of respect for Bree and her commitment to turn that many pages and that much time to sit in one place. But in the world we live in, I believe you're very wise. If you maximize your time uh, into the to the greatest potential by traveling down the road and reading a book, so. Mm-hmm. Uh, or having it read to you. Because smart people listen to books on the road. It. Yes, they do. And I, I have, definitely. I have, I have no doubt on that. It I'm is definitely in. safer to listen to the book. I had a friend that used to read the newspaper while driving down the road. Newspapers take a lot oh of space well, to now unfold. you're dating the yourself. I, yeah, dating I know what a newspaper <laughs> is. <laughs> but ain't reading anything while you're driving down the road. So. So, hey, uh, one thing we did find out, Aaron, about this is if we ever want to get the numbers up, this is it. I mean, like, we have have been jumping about 800. Things people are passionate about. About 80 to 100 downloads per per week, you know, ticking it up a little at a time. But I'm telling you, in the last week or last two weeks, three weeks, debate, it's been about three weeks of us talking. I'm sure people are y'all sick, of, sick us. of us. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but we're wrapping it up today. We're giving Aaron her gift. But we jumped a thousand downloads. We did over this oh debate. We really have. It's been crazy. That is so crazy. So hey, what? What's, it is the great debate. So what's, well, what's the next so funny debate? is it's something that you don't even realize you're passionate about, and then you hear it, and you're like, wait, I do have a definite thought a, on this, and let me opinion. say, this is my opinion. That's right. You don't, you don't ponder it until it's like So it has run its course because this is the first week that we have not had a conversation about it till we intentionally having it with Aaron. So, Aaron, <laughs> thank you for submitting your information and giving us your input and your feedback. Thank you for listening to Real Talk. And, man, you just, uh, again, you're special to Christy and I. Because um, you do what so many people are unwilling to do. And that's, first of all, surrender to what God created you to be. Secondly, accept the call to love those children. Because, man, God has a huge plan for them. And that is a tremendous blessing. Well, thank you all so much. I really appreciate um, y'all's podcast and um, just how y'all speak truth into daily life. So 
Well, thank you so much. Hey, I do have a question for you, though. And so today's topic is character, (laughs) a blessing, or a burden? What would Mm. you say? What would you say? I think it's, I would say blessing. I would say, I would agree with you. I agree with you. It is a blessing, but boy, many times it is a heavy load to carry. Mm -hmm. That is. Yes, that's true. All right, Aaron. Well, I know you're busy doing all the things that children's pastors do. So you have a wonderful day. And thank you so much for liking and sharing and enjoy your book. Yes, enjoy listening to your book. And um, remember, if you ever get down this way, come see us at the farm. Oh, I sure am. Thanks for having me. All right. Bye, Aaron. Bye, y'all. Bye, Bree. All right, Christy. All right. All right. Nice chatting with Aaron. That was fun. We should have more callers. That's it. We're going to start calling people. Be ready, people. We're just going to call you. If you're on the air. If if I have your number, you just make the next. uh, By the way, you're live. (laughs) (laughs) You're live with Brad and Christy. All right, Christy. Christy. Blessing or burden? Um, It's it's definitely a blessing, um, but I do agree that it can be a burden to live up to your own character sometimes. Sometimes you don't want to, you know. You don't want to do the right thing. I don't. Think. I mean, I don't like the stuff that you have to go through to build character. <laughs> the stuff. I'm tired. <laughs> right. <laughs> which is which is my my line that I had jotted down. Character is not just given, but it has to be attained. Mm-hmm. I remember years ago, I sat on a little community hospital board, and I was um in a in a meeting with the uh, hospital administrator from Gina of all places. And, um, she made this statement in a conversation and, um, it was that character character cannot be character is the one thing that nobody can give you. And it's also the one thing that nobody can take from you. Only you can attain it and only you can give it away because like, it doesn't matter. People will try to attack your character and that's when it becomes a burden when you're not a person who wants to capitulate to go with the ways of the moment or whatever that pressure is that's coming around you. But character remains steadfast and resolute. And so, but, but what she's saying is, man, you, you can give your character away, but nobody can take it from you. And so it's not just given to you, but it has to be attained by the process, I think Bree just summarized it best. I love character, but I hate acquiring it, you know. Right. You have to, I mean, you can't, you're not just like, gonna, it doesn't, it's not easy. You don't just born with it. You know, it's not like, um, you know, dark hair or mm-hmm. blue eyes. Those are characteristics. Whatever. Characteristics. Yeah. But, and, and you can change those, I guess, with mm-hmm. contacts or mm-hmm. hair dye. But um, you, you aren't born with it. You have to develop it. You have to live up to mm-hmm. that to get it. That's right. And, and it cannot be picked up in a moment. But it can be passed down if someone's willing to make the investment. Mm-hmm. Because it's that, you know, at Family of Grace, um, this would be a good topic for a podcast one day. You know, we... we, we <laughs> Commercial we, for the future. It is, absolutely. We try to do all of our discipleship in a balanced pathway. And it revolves around three, three dynamics that you learn academically, you learn relationally, and you learn experientially. Character is not really attained in the academic realm, but it is acquired when you are doing life with someone. And as a result of watching them respond in difficult situations or react 
in difficult situations, it helps to begin to develop and shape your character and how you respond in those times. And so the character that you possess, while nobody can give it to you, they can help show you how to shape it and how to, to make it in that process. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. Update on the farm. Uh, uh, we, okay. we have, we do something called intentional grazing, which is where we just give the, the calves that we have, um, just a little space. They only get like uh, 30 by 60 feet a day. And we it's move a very the wire. small thing and, per day. Um, yes. And so we just keep moving it every day or every other day. And uh, what I do a lot of times, it's a little electric wire, and um, I have a pair of pliers that um, I push the wire down with and cross over. And Bradley was with me the other day, and he said, Dad, I want to do that. I said, okay, just take these pliers and push it down. And when he did, he said, Dad, that shocked me. And uh, I said, well, how did that shock you? And so it's been a couple of weeks, and I use those pliers again, and it shocked me. And I realized <laughs> that the uh, rubber had cracked on <laughs> the handle, and it connected with metal. And so, <laughs> you know, there's, there's, th- there's those things that you learn by watching, and your character Okay, so is the dad shaped. is learning from the child well, here. I went back. I said, son, I figured out. Because I kept thinking, how did, it, how did this happen? How did he get shocked? You know? And it and wasn't a visible tear. No, 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 no. It yeah, was just a little to, crack. You had to feel it. <laughs> and you had to move. But I'm it was like faith. Like, you couldn't you really see it. it. It probably went you back together. Yeah, right. You, you could not see, see the it. imperfection. You could only feel it. Right. And so uh, I guess character reveals what happens when an electric fence shocks you. Mm, you can find out what them tears are real quick. <laughs> tears in your character. Come on, somebody. And what comes out. But uh, nevertheless, what happens? Um, man, it's, uh, that's how you learn. And you watch people around you and how they respond in situations and stuff. And so character, um, man, it is just rooted deep inside of you, Christy. And it's, it's not, you don't, it doesn't develop easily. I mean, you know, like, again, we said you're not just born with it, but you do have to go through the shocks mm-hmm. in life, and you have to figure out how am I going to handle these shocks. It's, it's much more about your reaction mm-hmm. a lot of times. Of course, later on, it's about how you go into things and how you plan things mm-hmm. and how you, you know, um, prepare people and different things in your life. But when you're learning it and when you're going through it, it's how you react. What mm-hmm. is your immediate reaction? And... um it's not always easy. Mm-mm. Well, character is rooted in nobility. And is is rooted in nobility, authenticity, being authentic. You know, that that t- if you're an authentic person, you're having some character, humility. You know, I mean, a person has deep characteristics that is ad- admirable. I guess we all have some kind of character. <laughs> and um you know, but the character that people we're we're talking about today that is a blessing to other people is one of that has humility. Well, and I guess that is a different question: is your character a blessing or a burden or to you? A but is it a blessing or a burden <clears throat> to an, uh, other people? The way you mm. act, react. Now we're getting down to real talk. Is it is it a blessing to other people? And mm. well, yeah, by 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 someone having a relationship with you. Do you make their life better by the choices you make, or do you make it more difficult? Because, like, if you don't have um, deep character, your character, like, that's a great point, Christy, is either a blessing or a curse to other people because of your choices. Like, if you don't have deep character that is authentic and, and, and is genuine, 
and is rooted in humility, then your character may cause problems for those people you love the most because they like their of it, mm-hmm. of the, this type of character we're talking about, you know. And yeah, if especially you don't live up to especially it. if your character is rooted in situational ethics. Mm. Very true. Anything rooted in situational ethics or situational <laughs> Christianity, you know those kind of things. Um, how how Christian do I need to be? You know how godly do I need to be? Um, you know, back in the um, back in the long period of time ago when I was a teacher, I taught <laughs> on a college level, and one of the questions that I in my business courses that I taught was, can you teach, and you can teach ethics, but can you actually, like, train adults to be ethical? By the time you become an adult, can you then learn to be ethical? And um, there was a big debate back then on, is it something like you're brought up to believe one way or another, you know, and by the time can companies teach ethics, they can teach what's right and wrong, but can you go back to teach ethics? And and it was such a debate because you they all said, well, when, even if it happens in the workplace, you're going to react a certain way that you've always reacted or mm-hmm. that you've been, you know, you've learned to react over the years. And it's kind of the same thing with character. You have to build the character. You have to build the ethics in your in your your in yourself right over the years but you also have to like follow that character through I think you can't, that's it's why not it's not situational is my of, point one of the it's greatest, not one time thing i think one of the greatest tests of character of your character whether it's a blessing or a burden to other people is you know character is what you do when nobody else is mm-hmm. watching or yeah. looking and that is mm-hmm. not authentic to me but um it's it's that's a great test of it you know if nobody's watching are what, you still going to do, do it? Right. You well, know. Christy, you said that, um, you know, is this something that being taught? I saw a statistic somewhere or just, you know, I don't know. I read a lot of like kid studies and it was saying that parents really only have about 12 or 13 years to instill, you know, values and ethics into kids because by the time they turn 13, that's pretty much who they are. Right. So you only have, you know, this short window because in a lifetime worth of living, 13 years is not a lot. But it's by the not, time they turn, but 14. it's the building blocks mm-hmm. of those. Mm-hmm. The it's, it's the foundation of that. Right. That you know, and even if you go back, and that was the argument: can you go back at the age that they become into the business world? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, with a with a uh, and, old man dying and a new person coming out in Christ Jesus, you can. That'd be the only way, you right? Can, and that's, but, but that's remember, we say. were we were talking about it in in a no, business no, form, just, and first of all, and secondly, we were also saying that. Um, you know, like generationally, the definition of ethics is different. Mm-hmm. You know what your grandfather did, and it's funny. I was, I was, um, I was with my family this this past weekend, and we brought out. Um, we had this old movie. My my daughter found an old movie of years ago. Like we're the talking silent six, movies, sixty years ago. It was on <laughs> like film, and my sister had had it taken and put into a DVD, and we were watching the DVD and. You know, my grandmother was like, uh, I don't know, a young woman then, and she is on vacation. They're all on vacation, and they're at Disneyland in California, at Disneyland. Take a minute and think about Disneyland, and they're in dresses and heels. And the men had ties on. (laughs) The men had ties and the little hats and, like, you know, dress shirts, and I'm like, 
I thought you said this was Disney World. And my kids were like, what the heck? Why are y'all dressed like that? But, I mean, generationally, mm-hmm. just like the clothing change, mm-hmm. the definition of, of modesty. what is necessarily ethical and, well, everybody does this. Mm-hmm. No, not everybody does. You know, it becomes like as the, as the years go past, well, at first it was like, oh, can you believe he did that? And then it was like, oh, well, it's kind of this, you know, these this this kind of company does that and then it's kind of like well everybody does it you know and it, it kind of waters down mm-hmm. and so does the definition of what is good or what are good ethics like what are your ethics or whatever but character is something that even through all those ages you know you are either uh you know you either have a great character your your trustworthy character whatever or you don't you know and it's and the it, same definition i think it is and i think to have that character it has you have to be honest with yourself about where you are and also it, it has to be rooted in bravery because if your character is not rooted in bravery it won't stand the test of time it won't stand the the trial of the moment going back to what Bree said i love character but i hate what it takes to produce it right. you know and um man there's actually a verse about that you know and it says in galatians 5 and 3 not only so but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance, perseverance, character, and character, hope. And so, man, it's telling you right there that that trials and tribulations is what produces the character within you. In order to produce character, you have to persevere through I test the character something. is if they say, boy, he's a character. That may not mean you have great character. (laughs) When people talk about your character, usually it's not in the best light. That's right. That is correct. It usually is not in that way. So uh, just because someone lives in deep character doesn't mean they they will be the first one picked or they'll be the one that everybody wants to be around. That that verse that you mentioned, I remember reading that in a trial where I, my character was being built. I remember reading that and going, well, I don't want any of this. Right? I don't, you don't, want, I don't want this. <laughs> I don't want that at all. Mm-hmm. What if we don't just get because, Just because a person has the blessing of character, deep character, does not mean the world will not try to turn them into a caricature. Mm. I wow. stunned Christy. That's, she, that's a lot of... Uh, she looked up. Words. Wow caricature Mm -hmm. is that like a cartoon character well you know i mean they'll make you into something that try to make a joke out of you right that's what it is turning it into a joke so uh you know because when you think about it man is driven so much by the shallowness of the eye test but um and they look for the outward appearance you know they judge people by the outward appearance and um instead of the inward self that's where the saying first impressions come from and most of the person that has deep character, you know, they, they're they walking in humility. So they're not walking around saying, hey, look at me and um, trying to get the spotlight on them. I think character is more of a, it, I don't think it can be a first impression only. I think, you know, everybody's kind of guarded just in the world we live in right now. It's like, oh, yeah, he came across I, well the first no, time. I 100% agree with you. But so many people never get to know the inward person because they make a first impression and decide pretty quickly. You know, here's a good statistic with that. Um, that it says um, 
most people make up their mind if it's a visitor, if they'll revisit your church within the first eight minutes that they're there. Yes. So that has nothing to do with the ministry of children, ministry of students, the preaching or anything. It has to do with, I'm going to judge this church, not on their vision, but on their impression. And I think so many times, like visitors to a church, we make up our mind within the first eight minutes. If I want to get to know this person anymore, or do I even know who they really are if I just judge them based on the surface? It's it's a lot. I mean, that's it's hard to know someone's character just based on the sur- like on first impression. Well, I, I don't disagree with that. But what I'm saying is a lot of people decide whether I won't even then. have a relationship with you, period, it, based on first impressions. You know what I'm saying? And first impressions can be brought on by so many different things. Like you just have a bad day or you're like me and hadn't had your coffee that morning <laughs> or, you know, that whatever reason, there's so many different things that can that one impression can do. And you, you're right. You don't get a you good, don't get a, a good next verse chance, with that second is, chance. is first Samuel 16. Samuel had went to anoint a new king, and all of um, Jesse's sons were there. And uh, one of them, one of them looked like a king. And uh, Samuel grabbed up his flask of oil to anoint him as the king. and And God says, "Do not look on his outward appearance, at his height or his stature, because I have rejected him. For the Lord sees not a not as a man sees." A man looks at the outward appearance, but I look at the heart. And then Samuel said, "Do you have another son?" <laughs> I mean, this is all—is this There's all of them? Wrong here. And he said, "Well, I got one, but I mean, he's just a little bitty old fella. He didn't really pass the eye test. He, he didn't even get invited to the party. You know, he was out in the back field, and of course, Poor that was David. David. Poor David old David became the king. <laughs> little so. old David. Poor little I hope old David. I hope yeah. things worked out for him in the end." <laughs> I, I've heard it that did. they did. Okay, I heard, like things, did. I heard things got better. Sometimes his character got a little shifty, and uh, but he was quick to uh huh. When brought to his attention, you know the inward character of him because when he made decisions that were pretty dumb, when brought to his attention, the person within him was quick to make it right, mm-hmm. and that's not always the case. That's right. A lot of the times that's not. Sometimes when people bring up our shortcomings, we take it personally. And we say, well, okay, yeah, that happened, but we're going to move on. Mm-hmm. An interesting you verse. Know, like, we've lived through it, so let's just move on from there. You An know? interesting verse in the Bible is 1 Corinthians fifteen thirty three: Do not be misled. Bad company corrupts good character. That's like one of those classics. To put that in farm language, my grandfather would say, now, son, if you run with dogs, you're going to get fleas. Mm-hmm. Uh. <laughs> You lay down with the dog and get bit. And that's the one that's I. Yeah, <laughs> that's the one I heard. You'll get bit and get fleas. <laughs> You'll yeah. be itchy and mad. <laughs> so, man, it's a it's a deep deal. But you know, character character can be a burden, but the blessing outweighs it because yes, God always definitely. will find a way. You know, you may feel like because you don't go with the flow or you don't get caught up in the the mantra of the office place or wherever you are or maybe you don't go to the bar after hours and do all the drinking with the with the employees or something and you know you're rooted in who you are and you're different because you're not of this world and you know you really are trying to be a reflection of God's glory here and you may feel like 
excuse me, you're being overlooked. Um, but boy, I want you to know that God will bring you from the back pastures and put you on the front line, put you on the throne because of who you are. Even when you're, I mean, even when they the don't even invite people, you to the party. Right. Even when the closest people don't recognize it, you know, it doesn't take, sometimes our biggest cheerleaders are not those right around us. I remember I was very early on in the ministry and, um, um, it was an issue that just did not line up with scripture. And, and someone asked me who had been a believer ever since I knew him had been a believer. And, and, and the, they said, well, how long are you going to be like this? I said, I hope a long time. <laughs> I hope forever. You know, I hope that my character will not be like phase. shifting sand. So. <laughs> my Christianity is a phase. My yeah. Christianity phase. Um, well, and sadly, some people, some, yeah. it, it is. So what do you think? Blessing or burden? That's our next question for you. Next question. Blessing or burden? Let us know what you think. And, uh, man, I pray that, um, you know, you to go back to what Christy said, can you change it? The answer is yes. You can change it. If you're an adult and you're a character and they call you a character and you need to shift <laughs> your character, it can be transformed. The Lord Jesus Christ can do that for you. But I mean, even outside of the spiritual realm, you just make a conscious decision to yeah. to to just do the right thing. But that's in everything. Like especially, you know, you have to I mean, in lordship, you have to die to yourself. Mm-hmm. You have to make a conscious effort to, you know, follow Jesus. You need to make a conscious just effort to be a good person sometimes. You do have to make a conscious effort. And I think it's also important to know that a lot of times it's just easier to do what you've always done or to, to live up to the expectation instead of the better. Mm-hmm. You're just living up to what's expected of you. Mm-hmm. And people, if people don't expect a lot of you, then or they don't expect you to do the right thing or they don't, you know, then you're not going to do, you're not going to live any higher than that. But I think... You can choose to do so. You can choose to change, and you can choose to live up to that higher, mm-hmm. higher um, shelf of yourself. Uh, you're right, Christy. And I think, in honor of our children's pastors who are on with us today, <clears throat> I think they call it the golden rule, don't they? Oh, yes. Just treat others the way you also want to be treated. That and is boy, the golden rule. Yeah. It will help shape you mm-hmm. and keep you out of a lot of trouble. Mm-hmm. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, soul, mind, strength, and your neighbor as his self. Hey, guys. Great to be with you today. We are so excited. Spring is coming. And uh, I, I had a little picture. Uh, man, it was cold this weekend. I had two little flowers that bloomed at the farm. I was out there by myself. And I sent a picture to the family. I said, do not grow weary in the cold weather. The flowers are just around the corner. They are. The azaleas <laughs> bloomed yesterday. I saw, I was driving into work and I was like, azaleas are out. Azaleas, azaleas are blooming. Are this, is, this is my time of the year. This, this is, is where I feel it. Ashley's time of the year is all is fall. Mm-hmm. She loves and I'm a fall. Spring and spring person. Bree is a spring person. So. I, I want the clear skies and sunny, sunny, all the blue skies, all the things. All the things. All the spring things. All the spring things. So as you are out there fighting the good uh, fight of faith, oh, wow, come on. Real quick, relationship challenge. Find your favorite place, take a picture of it, send it That's to it. us. Ah, yes. 
We are off kilter today. That's we right. are. It's your favorite place favorite to be. Place. And if you are in central Louisiana, your favorite place in Sinla. But if you're not, send us send a picture. Send us your favorite place wherever yeah. you are. Post right. it. It can be anywhere. If you post it um, on Instagram or Facebook, make sure you use the hashtag, um, hashtag relationship challenge or hashtag RC2022. Or we have options here. Relationship <laughs> hashtag relationship challenge twenty twenty two. So I'm any one of those. Now. I'm gonna leave it in the show notes. You don't use hashtags at all, so you can't be the don't one. Don't worry, don't get confused or worried. I'm gonna leave it in the show notes as well as if you um listen to the podcast and that's why you know about this, make sure you use hashtag real talk with um Pastor Brian and Christy. That way we know and we can we can reshare it on our Facebook or um Instagram. So, so look a lot of technical find, Brad could not share with you of your happy place. Mm-hmm. Happy place outside your home. Outside your home. Sofas don't count, this but week, you can find an azalea. This week it will be in our home on our brand new sofa that Did arrives on Thursday. And oh, That's yeah. right. Thursday's a All special right. day. Bree's so. new ca- new car, new old car mm-hmm. and our Absolutely. new couch. That's exciting. So hashtag relationship challenge as you are fighting the good fight of faith and trying to walk out the character within you to be a person of honor and integrity, loving all things, bearing all things, hoping all things, enduring all things. I just might preach a minute. Oh, Lord. (laughs) Come on. Stay humble. Stay humble. No one has ever said, I hate a humble person. Never heard it. All right. Stay humble. Pray hard. The world's watching.